This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. My name is Ron Ecstasy, and this is Blue Man Group. I'm joined by my co-host, John Biedrin, and Devin Welsh. Thanks, Ron. Hi, good to be here. How are you guys? Doing well. It's a nice morning. Yeah. Very healthy. Everybody's looking healthy. Everybody's feeling healthy. Uh, Before we get into the, 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 again, I always say meat and potatoes. It could be anything uh, large that you're going to have for dinner. Uh, Pasta. Pasta in Satan. It could be yeah. uh, uh, greens. It could be whatever. Legumes. The Legumes. baked potato of the... the... Yeah, the baked potato of the if show. If you're just eating a baked potato, then that's the biggest part of the meal. Yeah, well, we have a new segment that we'd like to uh, introduce, and uh, it is Bordertown Border Weather. weather, weather, weather. Uh, we've been receiving a lot of uh, emails and letters. Actually, no emails, all letters. Uh yeah, just asking us to give uh, like <laughs> weather rundowns, uh, just quick, quick and easy weather rundowns of various border towns. Uh, yeah, a lot of our listeners are tuning in like on the way to work and or like getting ready in the morning. Like they don't have time yet. They're, they're listening to the radio while they're dressing and they want to know like yep. how to prepare for the day. Yeah, this is a uh, sometimes it's a morning show. So uh, this this week's uh, uh, border town weather comes from Fortuna, North Dakota. Uh, it's a six mile drive from the U S Canada border. Uh, and it's also not too far from Montana. And today it's a sunny and 59 degrees for those of you wondering, uh, that is hmm, 15 degrees Celsius. That was all mental math that I just did. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. As I said, it's six miles away from the Canada U S border. It's the northernmost city on us route 85. Uh, before you cross into Canada at the port of Unger, Saskatchewan. Now that's O U N G R E. Do you think it's, that's how you say it? Unger. Unger. seems like a nice day there that's for sure absolutely a lovely day beautiful day there a little Uh, in unger a little chillier little chillier it's partly cloudy 57 degrees that's not quite as nice of a day it's always colder in canada yep that's the way it goes so uh thank you so much uh our friends in unger and fortuna i heard that they're having a uh they're gonna have a little covid friendly safe soccer game across the border there they're going to put their weapons down for a little bit and play a little soccer oh, and nice. celebrate uh, a holiday. And then yeah. put, pick up the guns again and go back <laughs> to uh, whatever they're doing there. Today yeah, in but- Fortuna, you know, maybe put on a little sunblock just a, just a bit to get your SPF up. If you're oh, in Unger, don't worry about it. It's kind of cloudy. Partly yeah, cloudy. Maybe put on a jacket, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. <It's, laughs> you never know when you may need it later. Yeah. Uh, that's our weather report for our friends in Fortuna, North Dakota, and uh, Unger, Saskatchewan. If you have any complaints about that segment, and you are either from Fortuna, North Dakota, or Unger, Saskatchewan, please write us a letter, uh, Blue Man Group, at P.O. Box 21249, Detroit, Michigan, 48221. 
Thank All right, you. let's get into This Week in History. In history. 1954. I, I can't wear this puppy shirt on TV. I, I mean, look at it. It looks ridiculous. Comedian Jerry Seinfeld, star of the hit TV sitcom that bears his name, is born in Brooklyn, New York. How of an icon. about that? 1954, man, Brooklyn just opening right up and saying, hey, everybody, here is the greatest observational <laughs> comic to ever exist. As a little Jerome baby. Seinfeld. Yeah, Jerome he's, Seinfeld. He's a very important uh, person in our recent history, uh, yeah. especially to do with comedy, of course. Um, the guy who made a billion dollars and able to afford financing for like 90 Porsches. Uh, yeah, I believe it's way more than that. Is it Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Porsche answer is not even close. It's so, like yeah, he's really into cars. Yeah, he has he has at okay forty three. Sorry, okay. I thought I thought he had like a ton. Well, but he I has mean, an elevator made for it. I heard that he keeps them at uh, a there's like airplane a silo, hangar, an airplane hangar in uh, somewhere. Okay, but know. here's the he thing. has too many. Here's the thing with Jerry Seinfeld. Um, something that kind of doesn't always go noticed, but he's he's a real stickler for order um, to the point yeah. where I think it could fairly be said that Jerry Seinfeld is somewhat of an authoritarian. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to understand. Yeah, um, he's sort of a f yeah. He's fastidious to like a, a pathological degree. Yeah, he's obsessed with the way that society works and you know pointing out flaws with it, how it could be better. How it could yeah. be different, but yeah. <laughs> also so many, so much of his comedy is built on kind of just telling lies about, you know, the human experience and, uh, you know, the way that our society works. So maybe we could give a listen and just kind of illustrate that. Yeah, yeah. You were mentioning that uh, it, those little teasers that he has before his show are perfect examples of this, and we we found a few. So here, here's one of Jerry kind of. Using his tinted view, uh, you know, of, of yeah. society. See, to me, you go in the health club, you see all these people, and they're working out, and they're training, and they're getting in shape. But the strange thing is, nobody's really getting in shape for anything. The only reason that you're getting in shape is that so you can get through the workout. So, yeah, I feel like the my first reaction is just that people work out for kind of a complex set of reasons but it like it includes their personal health maybe their yeah. mental well-being their <laughs> emotional well-being yeah there's like overlapping motivations to bring you to the health club yeah jerry he, doesn't understand that yeah it's very just not only does he not understand it for him jerry like brings up the topic and then immediately works himself into a lather he's like yeah furious yeah he i mean if you take issues. the music and the laughter out of this it would just yeah. sound like a raving like madman <laughs> yeah would. If he, yeah, he, if he, he would be on the street corner in Brooklyn, that same yeah. street corner where they sold all that K2 spice, uh, uh, not real weed, where people were going crazy, he would be on that corner, uh, you know, just spitting his complaints about society. Because he, like, it's the irrationality of it that he hates. Like, he can't mm -hmm. stand that these people are doing things for reasons that, you know, don't make sense to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's say he's a, made up in his mind. I think mm -hmm. he he continues on this uh, this health club rant that he's on here. Let, let's let's continue. So we're working out so that we'll be in shape for when we have to do our exercise. You know, you throw a rock into a crowd, that's considered terrorism. But if you have a nice what? follow through, you know, that's gone. I'm a 
was impressed actually with the golf cameraman whose job it is to follow the golf ball when it's in the sky. You know what I mean? It's a little white ball, it's doing 100 miles an hour on a white background. I got it, I lost it, I got it, I lost it, I got it, I lost it. Why bother? Aim the camera at the sky, aim it at the ground, take a ball out of your pocket, throw it down. Who's going to know where the hell it came from? Yes, yeah, wow. He he's willing to just lie and, and deceive. cheat. Yeah, and cheat. Yeah, absolutely. And then the sort of un unsaid part of this is that he's he's saying all of these things are so inane and so unnecessary, and the implication being that all of this energy should be spent other ways, like manufacturing yeah. munitions and like building like the army reserves, yeah, buying yeah. like Porsches, getting people in the order, getting them in the right place, celebrating the the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's. Well, you know, Jerry Seinfeld was born an important day, not necessarily a great day. I will no. point out that uh, late April, birth of another famous fascist, uh, Adolf Hitler. Yeah, oh. that's right. So, whoa, um, I don't know, maybe there's something to that. Yeah. So they, similar, similar horoscopes. Yeah. Is that mm -hmm. sort mm, of I caught haven't... between the same two signs? Interesting. Yeah, I think they and and the whole Porsche thing, like he he really, they, I think they both respect uh, German engineering, I guess. True. Yeah. Um. Passionate about <laughs> machines and the power of machines. So yeah. anyway, uh, well, we'll keep our eye on Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I guess yeah. maybe I thought he was the greatest ever, but no. Okay, well, it's kind of it's kind of changing. Anyway, let's get into the baked potato of the show. What's what? in the news? What? All right, everybody. You, as you know, uh, we, we I like to say that we will keep an eye on this or we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, recently, we were keeping our eyes on military recruitment, and uh, it seemed as though I believe it was the Army was, on a previous episode, we mentioned that the Army was uh, loosening restrictions to join, and they, they you didn't have to do this like physical test. Uh, well, I was reading, uh, as I do, um, in Homeland Security Today, uh, mm -hmm. it's a website that I, I go to. Uh, it's provided by the Government Technology and Services Coalition. Uh, I don't know if you're, I believe we've talked about them. I wonder what Maybe this website's ranked. That. Probably top 10,000, right? This website looks very uh, scary. Sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, there's there's a lot of- I don't, I don't feel secure. There's a lot of uh, very, interesting uh graphic design choices and that kind of stuff i don't know how i came to this website but we have a headline here um they wanted us to read this uh, actually because they heard our coverage about the army and they wanted to announce some new new announcements for the coast guard headline coast guard and ways to attain merchant mariner credentials um right. interesting so now the being able to join the armed services is just getting easier and easier. I think yeah. that's our, our working hypothesis, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It seems that they maybe are they're running out of merchant mariners, credentialed merchant mariners, you know? It's sort mm. of like uh, in any industry when the older members of the industry who work there like get older, they don't have like younger people to like come up and take their place. Yeah, yeah. right. Do, so we have merchant like, mariners aging out of the biz. <laughs> 
Yeah, and also I, I I'm kind of I, I don't really know what a merchant mariner is, but whenever I hear the word merchant mariner, my initial response is like in the garment district or like something <laughs> like that. You know, like I think of like the shirt. Uh, what is it? The shirt waist uh, coat factory fire or whatever. Like uh-huh. it just takes me back to like old timey anarchist uh, Sacco and Vanzetti style things of uh, I, I just don't know what a merchant mariner is. It's I think they sell things. I yeah, imagine it does. I'm selling fresh water to like castaways uh, <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. It's a good market. I yeah. think of uh, I am the very model of the modern merchant mariner. What's uh, that? What's that? That's a, a musical uh, from. What is the two? <laughs> What's modern that, major general? It's a different whatever. Uh, Sacco and Vanzetti, famous. Yeah, Sacco and Vanzetti. Yeah, who were killed. Playwrights. No, the okay. musician playwrights. Sacco and Vanzetti. Uh, oh, so okay. this is Rogers again, and Hammerstein. Ah, those mm. guys, great. Yeah, they'll they're our guests next week. Rogers and Hammerstein. Uh, okay, so we we um I I've been I, like I said I I have to read this because Homeland Security today.us needs me to um the <laughs> military is a big check yeah they gave me a big check <laughs> right well we military would, industrial yeah. complex who's heard of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the military to mariner m2m not to be confused with m4m which is completely different <laughs> uh program with cutter forces cg751 has established pathways to deck rated endorsements an officer license that are most attainable by the workforce, including Lifeboatman Limited, Able Seaman, Operator of Uninspected Passenger Vessels, and Master or Mate licenses less than 200 tons. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh, less than 200 tons. I don't oh. know what any of this means. They didn't open up more than 200 ton mates. Because that's too much weight for them. That's, to, that's a you big can't, mate. You can't just like let anyone into that position. No. Um, I would like to be operator of uninspected passenger v- vessels. That one sounds easy because no one's like, it sounds like no one's looking over <laughs> your shoulder. Yeah. Operator of uninspected, uninspected passenger vessels. Like, is anybody, yeah, anyone kind of inspect this yet? It's fine. Just, you know. You're your own <laughs> boss with that one. Yeah. You're yeah. basically a, va- a mariner valet. You're just moving boats around all day. Yeah. So, okay. Well, it seems like you guys get what that means. Uh, yeah. There's new courses, NMC, four new uh, NMC approved courses that leverage Coast Guard training, experience, and qualifications to meet credentialing requirements for the above list decorated endorsements and officer licenses. And upon uh-huh. the completion of one of those courses by Coast Guard members, the M2M program will issue course completion certificate that members can submit to the NMC for credits as a part of the Merchant Mariner credential application so right. john this was something yeah. i think you were wondering. we were talking about this of course yeah, yeah. i was looking into <laughs> i was looking into this pathway for myself in my own career a lot of people yeah, may so, wonder why we're covering this right now this was a top viral article this was <laughs> yeah one of the most shared articles on the web this week and everybody was clowning it, on this one everybody think, was clowning we think hey it's maybe it's a good idea i mean maybe <laughs> yeah. we should join yeah I maybe know. Maybe all young, able-bodied uh, uh, young men and women, seamen, able seamen, should be, you know, thinking of joining their local enlisting center. And yeah, you know, yeah. why not giving a commitment of ten to fifteen years? Yeah, there's and new so, pathways to join that are even simpler, even exactly. easier. So, and there's less you know holding why? you back from joining. Yeah, exactly. And do you know why they're simpler? 
because they've removed the hurdle for members to take examinations at regional exam centers and to seek out outside training sor- uh, courses in order to earn their merchant marine credentials. So Yeah, the outside training courses it. were kind of the stumbling block for me for I agree. a while. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just That's a big problem. It. And now you can just go down to, you know, the boat skip by your house and the yep. uh, the oldest man there who's fishing can give you, can is can cred- credentialize you. He will yeah. as an able seaman. Yeah. He will credentialize so, you. You just uh, have to fish him fish with him for about two weeks or so and then you're yeah, and listen to his his stories his yeah. salt his salty stories that's uh, the biggest part stories. of being a seaman yeah and do you know he only eats taffy for dinner <laughs> it's weird <laughs> it's okay so that's that's a part of the coast guard's commitment to ref uh a and m2m programs so mm-hmm. thank you so much uh coast guard once again uh you're keeping the coasts safe you're and guarding we... them yeah. From afar. And we want to join. And right. we're trying to get this information out there for people because uh, at the bottom of this webpage it says visited 83 times total, four visits today, which was the which was us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also uh the two links where they're like information on how to participate in complete requirements can be found, can be found here. And you click on it it says an error has occurred <laughs> or here. And you click on that one. And it that's says how, an error has occurred. That's how low the bar is getting, is that they've just gotten rid of... You don't even need to read anything. They'll sign you up. Yeah. And I think you should do it. So, also, they didn't yeah, write this everybody. in the article, but also webmaster of Homeland Security. There are many pathways <laughs> have been opened up to become the webmaster at the Homeland Security's <laughs> yeah. website. We need one right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, I will 100% be keeping an eye on that. All right, let's move along. Let's uh, spin that globe. Looks like we're going back to high school. And uh, John, would you be able to uh, intro <laughs> this one for we're us? We're spinning the globe to land on high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's a time globe, John. It shows different times of our lives. Mm, yeah, I see. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> um, my bad. My bad. Uh, well, this time is an interesting story here. We have from the Salt Lake Tribune. This one's piping hot. It's singeing my fingertips. Oh yeah, this um, is serious. So we have a real real crazy scene at the Logan Grizzly Invitational track and field meet uh, in Logan, Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which I was supposed to, sorry to interrupt, John, but I know, <laughs> I, and I was supposed to MC that event. And uh, I had, you know, a little, I, I got a flat on the way to the airport and I couldn't make it. And so I just want to apologize. Uh, what? You turned around when you got the flat? Or yeah, uh, you didn't you try to figure flight? out a different way on. Well, I I was waiting for AAA to come, and it was like one of those things where you're looking at. They'll be like, "Yeah, we'll be there in ten to 15. and I'm like, "Okay," yeah. but like, I've got to be this flight. It's going to Logan, and I'm like, "Are you familiar with the Logan Grizzly Inter- Invitational?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know it. Uh, we pay attention." Mm-hmm. And I just the uh, people on AAA I, knew about this Invitational, right? Yeah, but anyway, and then I, they did it I, without you. Um, that's the important yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, so they did. What happened? Yeah, go on, John. Um, well, so, I mean, everything was above board until Logan High senior runner, Gracie Laney, who was the favorite to win the, mm-hmm. uh, the Grizzly Logan uh, Invitational, yep. was in the final stretch of the track. She was in the lead in the second heat of the girls' 4x200 relay event. Mm-hmm. And 
Everything was fine until she felt the pitter patter of little paws. Oh, Excuse me. What? Uh, Another. I'd runner? say I'd say I was probably around the fifty meters mark. I could feel something coming on to me, and I thought it was a person. I thought it was the runner. Laney said, and then I kind of realized that it was really small. Oh. <laughs> so okay. she thought it was a really small person, but it wasn't. That what really was small it? thing coming up behind her was a dog. Oh my god. <laughs> a dog had found its way onto the track, the Gracie Invitation or the uh, Logan oh, Invitational, no. which sounds like it's an open invite if dogs are yeah. just finding their way on. There's very yeah. lax security. Very where's invitational. The, where's the fence? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is this, a dog park? It took <laughs> place at a dog park? We have some video uh, footage that maybe we'll, we'll play the audio of here. Yeah, the real here clincher we go. here and, is in the final stretch, mm -hmm. the dog passes Laney, Gracie Laney, and the takes favorite. first prize takes first prize. Yeah. So local local Logan, Utah uh scholastic athletic gambling aficionados were incensed. <laughs> yeah. The huge upset of books. local dog winning. The yeah, odds those were who way did down. bet on a dog to win the race, you know, those odds were quite long. So they made out like bandits, yeah. Yeah. A couple people put, I think, you know, like two bucks on as just as they had some change left over after buying a beer. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, well, yeah, we'll see if this hits. Yeah. And buying then, a yeah. beer at the uh, high school track event. <laughs> <laughs> getting getting completely buckled at the uh, high school track event. All right. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's hear the the audio. And maybe we should say so. This is the video that we're seeing right now. If you can imagine a race course, like a track and field race course, what is that? 400 meters. Mm -hmm. um, they're on the last 200 meters of this race. Here we go. Okay, they're running. Gracie Laney's well ahead. Of well everybody. ahead. And then you see a little oh, what's this? pup. A poppy. Running. And then the pup catches up to her, running beside her for a minute. And then... The dog breaks ahead <laughs> and finishes ahead, and she the dog and sort of the runs dog almost trips. as if to taunt her. Yeah, the yeah. dog almost trips um, the runner, Gracie Laney. Do you think yeah. she was so angry at her record being bested that she sort of went to go run at the dog? But so the the funny thing about this to me is that once the dog passes her and actually wins, the crowd gets hushed. <laughs> like they, they it's like this shameful event that has just taken place whoa like they were all cheering her and then they're like oh well they got yeah. really excited when they see the dog get on the track and so it's like they're hooting and hollering and they don't think about what the worst possible scenario could happen mm -hmm. and so they're really excited and then the work and then the dog wins and yeah. then they realize human versus this isn't animal. all fun and games yeah animal has won yeah, yeah they gracie laney is no longer is not the winner of the huge bet at the Logan Invitational. Yeah, mm -hmm. and don't get this confused with some of those old-timey things that they did back in the Merchant Mariner era where there was, <laughs> like, people, ra like, track and field stars racing horses and, and like, uh, and, and like an old-timey car, you know, yeah. that went awooga. So yeah, don't get that confused. That was not what was happening here. This was an invitational track and field event at a high school. Yeah, and very somehow contemporary. These, these dog like somebody's dog just someone, got into the fray someone we don't know who let this dog out yeah let go yeah. of the leash right at the at that at that specific moment allowing John, the dog to win narrowly yeah that's a good point 
And I think that as news broadcasters and people who just keep our eyes on the news, uh, we should find out who let the dogs out. Yeah. On further episodes, we may even do a bit more of a investigative look into who let the dogs out. But uh, who or who, what? Who, yeah. what, when, where, and why, and how? <laughs> we need to know. That's a lot of work. I don't. I just wanted to do who. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So that that's uh, that happened out in Utah. Um, as I mentioned, I was supposed to MC that, but I couldn't make it because of a flat. Um, let's let's move along here. Uh, speaking of disasters, like the my flat tire on the way to the airport. Uh, let's talk about Chernobyl. Um, <laughs> wild a horses, famous disaster. Yeah, wild horses flourish in Chernobyl thirty-five years after explosion. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird because I thought the show just came out like two years ago. Heyo. Um, but this is good news, seriously. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> wild horses are back uh, in Chernobyl. It's true. It's um, actually a quite optimistic story. It's taken a long time, 35 years. But in the grand scheme of you know planetary history, basically nothing. Yeah, of an that's eye. true. That's very true, Devin. And so, you know, the, you know, uh, nature heals. Uh, in the, on the, possible. the cosmic scale, that's one flick of a horsetail. Oh. Yeah, exactly right. Nice. Um, because there's a bunch of flies near its butt. <laughs> well, let me get into the article here. 35 years after the world's worst nuclear disaster, an anniversary commemorated in the ex-Soviet country on Monday, mm-hmm. surging flora and fauna have taken over deserted tower blocks, shops, and official buildings topped with communist icons. Mm. Ukrainian authorities say the area may not be fit for humans for 24,000 years. But for now, time. this breed of wild horse has thrived. Nice. Um, so they're then, communist horses because they haven't been able to go in and, and de-propagandize uh, the, the region. Yeah, yeah that's all true. The radiation. That is so true. Yeah, so they're called a um, Przewalski horse. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you would pronounce that. Um, uh, named after the Russian geographer Nikolai Przewalski. Um, it's a very thick horse in my Whoa. mind. Oh, yeah. It's Beautiful like a uh, more wow. of a donkey, donkey yeah. style horse. Yeah, big, thick torso. It's very thick. Its neck yeah. is super wide. Yeah. Now, it's a solid when, animal. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not leaving the ground. Like the, uh, <laughs> when they said it's a wild horse, I don't, they may just, they, they just may be talking that it's like, that's crazy. a descriptor. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like wild horse. Yeah. This horse is wild. <laughs> They're just jumping all over. Uh, or no, I just said that they don't leave their feet. So, um, they, Maybe they're they're so thick they don't feel the radiation can't get to the to the core of them because they're so like mm-hmm. padded. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, if, uh, Ukrainian authorities say it may not be fit for humans for twenty four thousand years. So, do we have twenty four thousand years of wild horse adventures to look forward to in the Chernobyl area? It I seems like it. Think so. Un- unencumbered think, yeah. by humans. It's like yeah, what's the twenty four thousand year plan? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I already got it. <laughs> took 35 years to get it but we got it yeah that's like a breath of fresh air for these horses it's like okay we've got twenty four thousand years we can relax for a minute we can we can we <laughs> can chill minute. out for we can yeah we can we can take a breather and then later when we're like all regrouped then we'll plan like the next like 20 we'll take four thousand years off yeah then twenty thousand years after that we'll yeah. gain sentience we'll get opposable thumbs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and we'll build fire then, 
Go, we'll build go. nuclear power plants. Yeah, that's out of yeah. Chernobyl in all directions um, yeah. with conquests as the as the goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at a very very close up uh, f- portrait of a Przewalski horse, and um, the hair on its uh, neck is that what you call it? The mane is mm-hmm. that a mane? Is very thick. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like it would be so difficult to brush with a ho- with a, a horse hair yeah brush it looks like uh, a horse hair brush it looks like one of those brushes you use to scrub potatoes clean yeah, yeah i wouldn't yeah, know what true. to brush it with to be honest um <laughs> and, uh, mane and tail you know the uh the f- famous horse shampoo and conditioner wow mm-hmm. this is going to be they're going to go twenty four thousand years without mane and tail <laughs> yeah conditioner yeah, yeah. but then twenty four thousand years from now they'll they'll get it when the humans they'll get arrive it. yeah so if you again look at this, Everyone, just just a bunch of people just on the outskirts of town. It's like twenty three thousand and nine hundred years <laughs> later, and they're just like, they're just looking in. They're really ready. Yeah. They're sort of like standing at the line. And they're like they're inching their toes over, knowing they're that waving. in hundred only a hundred years they'll be able to. <laughs> they go. can't like wait their to get back in. Will be able to get back in. <laughs> yes, but again, to talk about the thickness, it's it's thick uberalis. I will say, like, um, it's the the hair hairline that neck. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe the thickness of the neck. There's no real like uh, uh, animal that I can compare that thick. Maybe a it's moose. It's really wild. Yeah, really List, dear listener, if you have Fun, a, it is wild. It a is a smartphone wild de- device. Please uh, Google Przewalski. Przewalski. Przewalski horse. We won't tell you. It's super. Yeah, you'll be. Yeah, you can find out. it. You can find and, it. And look, take a look at these things. They are wild. Yeah, they're absolutely thick as hell. Um, okay, so they're um, they're they're clip clopping around at uh at at Chernobyl. That's great. That's so exciting that they made it to Chernobyl. They're like, look at this. Nobody's here. So uh, we, we've been looking for. It'd a place be kind like of this. emasculating to ride one of these horses because it's so much like burlier than you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it would be like riding a cement motorcycle on a <laughs> on a rocky road, like. It would just kill. Um, but for those so, who don't know about Chernobyl, the article just briefly explains the explosion mm-hmm. in the fourth reactor at the nuclear power plant in April 26, 1986, left swaths of Ukraine and neighboring Belarus badly contaminated and led yeah. to the creation of a no man's land within a 30 kilometer radius of the station. Mm-hmm. Dozens of villages and towns were evacuated, turning the area into a giant reserve unprecedented in Europe by its size. Yeah, and you can uh, you can go watch YouTube videos of people walking around with Geiger counters, um, mm-hmm. like freeze. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. uh, since the disaster, the area has become a haven for elk, wolves, and the stocky endangered breed of wild horse native to Asia, Przewalski's mm-hmm. horse. Um, so not only the horses, but a number of other species are really having a field day with this twenty four thousand year freebie. I heard that they're looking <laughs> they're looking for uh podcasters too. I think I would be down if you guys are. In twenty four thousand years or now? Uh both well I'd go. They, they wanna go. do some stuff now, but like it's it's not yeah. actually like in Chernobyl. <laughs> right, like, right. It's right. a little on the outside, but uh-huh. um I put our names in. Chernobyl the, greater area. The Greater Chernobyl Area Podcast Festival. We I submitted our tapes. Um, so we'll <laughs> Wonderful. Be, we'll Wait, hold on. Me. Look at this. So Chernobyl happened in 1986. Mm-hmm. That's true. 30 of these horses were introduced, were released into the Chernobyl radiation zone in 1998. 
Oh yeah, that's so way the science. Soon. So there were scientists in Europe who were just put who just let a bunch of horses out into a completely like radiated hellscape. See what happens. And it's just yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I know uh, those scientists. The Am experiment I... in Ukraine was soon halted. It turned out yeah. well, though. I mean, you know, you, these horses look really strong. Beautiful <laughs> yeah. horses. Look how stocky they, they are. Look oh yeah, strong. they're so juicy. They look like they're made <laughs> of they're made of like wood or something like that. Or you could probably get a lot of steak out of those things, John. No, John. John. I mean, yeah, this is disgusting. Uh, also, they cloned one of these. Just letting you know. Uh, so, I don't know. We can uh, we can not read about the cloning aspects of the uh, Przewalski horse, but um, well, I, I'm looking forward to meeting up uh, with everybody uh, as we've. I don't know if we mentioned this, but Blue Men Con may be uh, taking place at Chernobyl this year, uh, or in 31 kilometers outside of the radiation zone. Yeah, or in 24,000 years. Yeah. Um, so per per perhaps we will see you there, but. Uh, John, we have some breaking breaking news here. Uh, this oh. is coming in from Hollywood, our Hollywood, uh, our, <laughs> our uh, Hollywood affiliate affiliate has just sent us some news. Oh, it's cabled in fresh. Yep. Uh, What's yeah. What's the story, Ron? Hundred percent certified fresh, right here. Uh, <laughs> Citizen Kane loses its perfect Rotten Tomato score after 1941 negative review resurfaces. Ooh. Interesting. So, this is fallen from the the top of Mount Olympus, Citizen Kane, widely considered by uh, pseudo experts of film history, <laughs> the top movie ever made by a, any genius, living or dead, has now. Uh, it's now just the second best, or something. It's been dethroned. Um, but the but the, there's a mystery here. You know, this negative review from 1941 resurfaces. So, yeah, who found it, and why did they reintroduce it? And and why was it buried? Yeah, to w yeah. To what end are they trying to dethrone uh, Citizen, Citizen Kane? Kane? Yeah, Queen Benne. Yeah, exactly. is it time? Is it time for us to uh, perhaps dethrone some of the elder kings of culture yeah so that's the thing is uh although you know it's a sad story and you know there's some mysterious elements to it ultimately i think uh we feel it's a good thing that citizen kane is kind of we're retiring citizen kane we're yeah we've, we've moved beyond the need for citizen kane um it had a good yeah. run 70 something years of uh critical adulation but yeah it's it seems like you know uh, it was good. It was good to have it as shorthand for, oh, what's the best movie? Oh, it's Citizen Kane. Just so mm -hmm. we didn't have to think about it too hard. You know? Yeah, exactly. But now yeah, it's time for you to, to watch some movies yourself. Maybe watch, uh, maybe start from the beginning. 1887 yeah. or so. Mm -hmm. Just, check out, there's a check couple out, yeah. to, to sift through, but you know. Check out so Lumiere Brothers. Thing, yeah, Lumiere with, Brothers, big influence on Citizen Kane. There's a lot of the original uh, first films. They lost all the audio tapes, um, and there's hmm. no sounds in a lot of the first films. Right. So right. You're, you're just gonna have to sit through a lot of those. It's a lot uh, of subtitles. Don't know where the sound files went, but it's like you know <laughs> when you're watching on VLC and it's like you need a codec. There's just mm -hmm. no codec for like maybe 40 years of movies. Yeah. Every time you try and watch uh, The Great Train Robbery, it starts off with a notification that jar file can't be <laughs> archived. 
Yeah. Also, then, great, so great no train audio. robbery. Not the best train robbery I've seen. So another another top contender knocked down. Yeah, great train robbery dethroned as well. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we're seeing a lot of changes in culture these days. Twenty twenty one, a lot has happened. A lot is changing, evolving very quickly. And Citizen Kane, uh, I think we're seeing as just one example of the way tastes are changing, the way the canon is evolving, the way kind of you know, the uh, the attitude of society is changing. Um, mm-hmm. What are some other things that we're seeing? Yeah, who's next? Who's next? Well, uh, Devin uh, introduced a, a dethroning in the beginning of this episode. Jerry Seinfeld knocked off the summit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Authoritarian Seinfeld, fascist yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. We don't want to wow. hear it anymore, buddy. Yeah. yeah. he's canceled. I don't know what you're talking about. We need to reevaluate all of these things, you know, the, the clear, uh, uncontested... Um, greatest of each pack medium you know we need to we need to rethink it open it up look at the evidence and kind of see where we're at i mean it's been a long time let's make up our own minds for once yeah exactly stop trying to tell me that i need to drive a cadillac okay yeah exactly you know know what i mean john cadillac absolutely cadillac is done yeah (laughs) get your old man car out of here grandpa (laughs) um I will say that I think Heineken is still the best beer, but oh, King so not of everything is changing. But a I had lot like of seven last night. I had like tons of Heineken last night. Oh, yeah. Night. I've yeah. had three since we've started recording this. <laughs> no way. Good for you. Yeah. Evan, it's um, uh, 6.30 in the morning. I don't know if you should be going yeah. that quickly through Heineken Yeah, this that is, early. I heard well, that the uh, uh, Beatles may be canceled sometime next year. I've heard that yeah, some of Beatles, the things that they've done. Beatles no longer the best band. I think... Uh, you know, we're, we're we're finding new best bands. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're getting ready to make up our own minds about these kinds of things. Yeah, but as as we've said that, uh, uh, it seems as though everything is kind of in in cultural flux. We we may not know exactly what's going on. It seems as though people have been doing things for years and years, thirty two years, thirty five years. Things are changing. <laughs> we got Brood X happening this summer. Cicadas are gonna be buzzing all summer yeah. in the states of Maryland, none in Indiana and or no, uh West Virginia. Uh yeah. anyway. Yeah, I'm ready for a totally new paradigm. I yeah, think so- I'm gonna become a uh Burger King, Pepsi, Titanic's my favorite movie, favorite bands the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. My yeah. favorite sneakers are, I don't know, uh, yeah. E6. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. But anyway, Citizen Kane, um, you know, if it has to be our well-being, our joy, or Citizen Kane, then we're dumping Citizen Kane. You know, we Gotta need to go. be happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's time for Citizen Kane to go. So. We're finally free of the burden of Citizen Kane. Should we get into the review at all? It says that it was written by someone named May, M-A-E, Tiny, T-I-N-E-E. I believe it'd be Tinny. I don't know. I like to believe that it's a really small person. Okay. May so tiny. tiny. And the headline when it was published in the Chicago Tribune, apparently, allegedly, the sole negative review of Citizen Kane for the last 80 years. Mm-hmm. Citizen right, Kane well. fails to impress critic as greatest ever filmed. Yeah. So from the get go, that was, I feel like the whole greatest film ever thing was part of the PR push of yeah. the film itself when it came exactly. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the greatest movie ever made, and it's like, oh, it's Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a big, a big PR push by the the studio. So yeah, says that May Tiny was a pseudonym. Apparently, this author was terrified to have their opinion aired out in public. I believe didn't like Citizen Kane. How could you go against the PR push? Yeah, yeah. 
Critics so, uh, the movie as, quote, yeah. a flop and wrote that the film's noir-inspired visuals and use of shadows, quote, gives one the creeps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. So, and by the way, in, in uh, 1941, uh, the creeps were something you had to go to the hospital for. And they <laughs> yeah, would, uh, that's true. It was actually they very would, serious. Uh, actually, like, put a drill inside of your head if you had they the pumped, creeps. Yeah, they pumped you full of charcoal and <laughs> they had to hang you upside down. Yeah. More died so, of the creeps than COVID-19, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the review goes on to say, it's interesting, it's different. In fact, it's bizarre enough to become a museum piece. Uh, yeah. They probably got paid $800 to say museum piece. And then it's like payola. Uh, but it's sacrifice of simplicity to eccentricity robs it of its distinction and general entertainment value. Pretty harsh. So this 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 truth-telling negative review is buried for 80 years. Now yeah. it's finally resurfacing. Anyway, the powerful Citizen Kane lobby. And this will found... be the last time that we speak of Citizen Kane ever again. Rosebud. <laughs> okay, so uh, as we as we move along here, um, we just said that everything's changing. Uh, the 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 vaunted uh, idols are are being knocked off their ivory pedestals, and yeah, some people are just uh, quitting. Yeah, which I respect, and that's why we have a new segment called the Quitter of the Week. So what do we got here? Who's our quitter this week? A lot of quitters this week. Okay, so uh, the quitter of the week this week is an Italian hermit. Uh, that's not his name. Uh, it's just a descriptor of the man, apparently living in Italy, who lived on an island alone, is leaving that island after 32 years. He's become known as Italy's Robinson Caruso after spending more than 30 years as the only resident of an idyllic island off the coast of Sardinia. The 81-year-old, who has been living on the island since 1989, announced his departure in a message on his Facebook page. <laughs> why does, he, why does an 81-year-old man have a Facebook page? He's an 81-year-old man living on a remote island off the coast of Sardinia. Described yeah. as idyllic, like modern society has not encroached. Yeah, but the, the hells of our world have penetrated even this uh, idyllic remote island. I know, because it goes on to say... That this is the terrible part. Uh, local authorities repeatedly threatened him with eviction. Oh, like okay. where the fuck is he gonna go? Yeah. <laughs> just let him like be there in peace. Let him die yeah. in peace. On the it'll island. be like eight more years or something. Like just yeah, let like him... what they're gonna build like a new Italian restaurant or something. <laughs> like what's the what's the deal? Where's he going? Okay, so he says I'm going to leave. He wrote, adding that he hoped. Bedelli, I imagine that's the landlord or whatever, will be safeguarded as <laughs> I have. Oh, it's no, the who island. is that? No, it's the oh, island. It's, it's the island of Bedelli. Maybe it's his name for the island. Bedelli, it's his bud. Uh, <laughs> nobody, nobody else recognizes the name Bedelli. It's like, uh, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, okay. Right. That's why they're that's why they're evicting him because he's got his own concept of what the island is. Mm -hmm. um, he also said he was really pissed off about the situation, but they've. Uh, uh, Censored what, it. Censored pissed. So it could be pooped Peed? off. It could be many things. Peed off. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but the, the former teacher. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. What, what's yours, Dev? <laughs> what's your no, take no, no. on, on what <laughs> No, it could I was going to read this. I was going to read this this next, uh, this next paragraph. Here. Okay, please, please. I'd <laughs> yeah. love you to read them. Okay. Go ahead. Jump in anytime. The former teacher ended up on the stunning pink atoll while attempting atoll. to sail from Italy to Polynesia. 
So let him let him go, Ron. Tried Don't to sell, interrupt so him. Tried to sell from Italy to Polynesia. He's previously told how he was instantly mesmerized by the place and decided to stay, taking over from the island's former caretaker a short time after arriving. Wait, wow. what does that mean? So there was He's like an a island s- hopper. Maybe there was a hermit there before, and it was when he showed up. It was like, oh, finally, I can leave like somebody <laughs> <laughs> and take yeah. over my thing. I can get off this this pink rock of hell. Yeah, this guy just did a 32-year shift. Yeah, um, so who's who's going to the island now to take over? That's the question. Uh, well, yeah. Um, so just reading up on Bedelli, um, it is an island. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. Nobody doubted that. But uh, in the Madalena Archipelago, uh, in the Strait of Bonifacio, uh, in the northern part... Um, Maybe you film buffs out there know it from uh, Red Desert, a 1964 film from Antonioni. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I want to yeah. watch that now to get a, a close-up view of this. Apparently a big, uh, big inspo on Citizen Kane. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So here's something. In October 2013, the island was to be sold for 2.94 million euros to a New Zealand businessman, Robbie Abi. Oh, no. Okay. Michael... Well- Heart <clears throat> okay. Af- after the bankruptcy of the previous owner. So it's a it's an island you can own, apparently. Um, Hart intended to protect the island's ecosystem. Okay. Uh, the government protested, and after a three-year court battle, a judge in Sardinia reverted the island to the state, planning to use it for environmental education. Well, oh, nice. guess what? I know the perfect guy, a yeah. former teacher who knows <laughs> islands. Yeah. yeah, he's been there for 32 years. He knows it better than the back of his hand at this point. He says mm-hmm. he's been protecting it for 32 years. Just the other day, I chased away two tourists who were trespassing on the off-limits pink beach. I cleaned <laughs> the rubbish off the sand and stopped intruders for coming here to do mayhem at night. Mm-hmm. Truth is, I'm the only one who has so far taken care of Budeli, doing the surveillance task that the park authorities should do. Wow. So, oh, pretty bitter. Damn, so imagine yeah. you go you go there on a little boat to hang out and then this guy shows up and starts screaming this, at you. This grizzled wild man. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, hasn't yeah. had a shave. He hasn't seen, you know, humans from civilized society for 30 plus years. He's but like posting a, on Facebook though. He's the uh, closest thing to a Przewalski horse that we know. He's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, so, but but we understand why he wanted to quit. I mean, it seems like a stressful job even though he was enjoying it but you know we commend him for at 81 years old deciding to start a new life um, in society to rejoin society and we were thinking it would be interesting if he joined like a co-living space you know where there's bunk beds (laughs) like a kind of commune um to go from one extreme to the other yeah just people all the time all around Yeah. yeah Yeah, because the isolation has just got to it. I mean, being the guardian of the pink beach gets to you after 32 years, especially yeah. when people are trying to sneak in there to do mayhem. Well, it's tough point- to move, like, you know, with a little notice. So it's like he ends up in this co-op. Like, they don't have, like, a spa- like an empty room for him. He's, like, sleeping in the living room. Yeah. People are constantly, like, walking through in the middle of the night. Yeah. Stepping Talking over his sleeping Talking about the pink bag. beach. And it's like, okay, man, we get it. Shut up about the pink beach. <laughs> pink beach? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? So, uh, yeah, but uh, just to, I know there's probably going to be a lot of questions about the pink beach. Um, rules imposed as of the 1990s by uh, La Madalena LP or NP have not allowed tourists to walk on the pink beach or swim in the sea. 
Um, mm-hmm. But you can get day trips by boat, just letting you know. I feel like at a certain point, living there for 32 years, you'd come to resent the pink beach. Uh, yeah, the forbidden pink beach. Yeah. You'd hate it as this burden, this albatross around your neck, you know, where you can't go on it. Nobody can go on it. But then people are trying to go on it all the time. And you're having Cause to stop you. Yeah. Um, so it's good. I wonder if he's going to go away. on the pink beach before he leaves. He probably tastes that forbidden, that forbidden fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the the park president, uh, Fabrizio Fanoso, whatever, uh, told Mr. CNN Fabrice. authorities that he had no choice but to intervene against all illegal constructions inside the park, including the dude's hut. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody wants to chase him away, but what the title does he have to say since... What? I don't understand. But what title does he have to stay since the island is no longer private? Oh, thank you. Um, Thank you, Devin. Vanessa said, and then he said, if in future there's the need to have a caretaker, we would reconsider his position. But when the work st- will start, he must leave. <laughs> it's like, wow, so the, you're really playing with this guy's heart. They're kicking Only him out, and they're there. like, we're going to hire you back maybe in the future. He's going to be 86. <laughs> you can yeah. be the caretaker again. All right, we need we need you again. The hours are going to be long, and the work's going to yeah. be pretty hard. And you, we won't, we cannot allow you to accept tips. <laughs> and if it's you policy have any, of the state park department, any medical stuff that happens while you're doing that hard labor on the island, we won't be able to get anyone in time to help you. So, yeah. Also, you have and, to stop posting on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Less time on Facebook and a, a little more time watching over the pink beach, please. Look, buddy, right, you represent ya. the pink beach on social media. You may not realize it, but the, what you do and say on the internet reflects the pink beach. Yeah. But well, so, yeah. uh, we, we, we love a quitter uh, on the show, and um, we've always said that. And um, that guy <laughs> wow. on Bedelli, we love you so much. Listen, if we ever in the next, who knows, 32 years have a fourth mic, hey, maybe you could, yeah. you could sign maybe up. Maybe we'll and consider be our, it. Our we'll consider you maybe. coming on. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, what, maybe, maybe. But what title do you have, really? Yeah, really. You have no claim to be part of our podcast, but maybe we'll let you be part of it. We'll see. Yeah. But when it works for us. Not yeah, for you. not on that island, by the way. Get, get the hell off that island. You can't now. podcast from there. Uh, but also, uh, he is potentially somebody that we will see at the Chernobyl Metro Area uh, Podcast Festival, which I mentioned we... Uh, I could be emceeing that. So he if, also, if I, I think am. he technically is eligible for MicroCon, the Micro Nations convention. Oh yeah! Ah, yes, oh yes, yes. yeah! Oh yeah! But you definitely can get into that. That w- he would actually probably find good common cause and company with those people, mm-hmm. people like who the, the modern world has rejected and cast out. Yeah, yeah, like, like us. us. Like us. Yeah, exactly. He's one of us. Hey, he's one of us. All right, everybody, uh, let's jump into the last segment of the day, as we always do. We like to run down last Last, week's numbers. All right, I'm on the dashboard. Here I am. I'm looking at all of these downloads. I'm seeing numbers, larger numbers than I've ever seen. I'm so excited. Listen, over the past 14 days, the previous 14 days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have increased... 23%. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, oh big time. Cha-ching. 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 Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I can you. finally sell my stocks in Blue Men Group and cash out. Oh, Wait, you have stocks? That'll tank the price. But <laughs> yeah, don't do that. I have a controlling share also, so I don't know what you guys oh, are going to do. No. We'll talk about this after the recording. Yeah, yeah. Is this a... Um, yeah, okay. So, Hostile takeover, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect <laughs> so, game. Perfect, perfect game. game. Our last, last episode. episode. Yeah, uh, go yeah. ahead. I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's say the same thing, Devin, at the same time. Episode 28 uh, from the 23rd of uh, April. Big big first week downloads 108 first week downloads that big fat spike in the chart wow big chonky prejvalsky horse style uh yeah. statistics oh, yeah. <laughs> um, last seven days 243 downloads last 30 days 650 downloads all time yeah 2785 we're nice. closely Hell yeah. approaching 3,000 all-time downloads mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now listen a lot of these podcasts you listen to may have that on one episode but um, not us we like to spread it out we're a distributed yeah. podcast it gets better if you listen to it as a whole uh you know it's like a it's like a puzzle it's like a uh, um kind of a uh Escher, Prezvalsky, uh horse yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have Escher. a niche but we want to grow that niche and uh to help us do that you need to share this podcast with at least two or three friends Two or three friends, and then if you, when you introduce the podcast to them, it's sort of mandatory for you to say to your two to three friends, "I need you to show this to two to three friends." Yeah, mm -hmm. and so yeah. on. Keep the chain and so going. on. Yeah, and tell them be like, you know, they, and also give out a compliment, and then they mm -hmm. go, "That's what they do on the show. They just compliment each other." Yeah, even though uh, they're all depressed. Exactly. Yeah, they make it. They make up for it. They they keep they keep going somehow. So somehow um but anyway somehow <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a huge week uh i think um yeah probably also these one of our these are weeks. downloads i mean we know that these are downloads we don't know how many plays this is theoretically mm -hmm. people could, could be re-listening over and over to every episode yeah. on the same download and trying to parse the secret messages and um, clues that we leave cryptically in every episode yeah sharing it with friends so here's uh, something that I'm interested in that I don't think we've actually ever looked at. We're oh, getting yeah. a lot of listens from mm -hmm. United States, the mm -hmm. most, yeah. okay? Yeah. Actually, 69% of our listens are from the United States. Uh-huh. Cool. Canada, beautiful country north of the United States. Oh, Canada, I call it. Okay. 10% yeah. 10, 10 of our listens. Now, this Not too is shy. cool. Number three. Very close to Canada. Yeah. Austria. Österreich. Wow. Hello, nice. Austria. Hello, home Vienna. Of, home of a subject of one of our of the week segments, Euro Monster of the Week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll now come we in I'm Austria. Completely rethinking every segment we've ever done. Um <laughs> Yeah, and we've got uh United Kingdom, South Africa, and New Zealand right there. Latvia, Slovakia, Portugal, Australia, Poland, Spain, Hungary, Germany, Luxembourg, Mexico, Norway. Wow. Unknown. unknown. Four downloads from unknown, presumably somewhere off the earth. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> there's either been outer many. space. We're global. We're, I, I didn't know how global we were, but I know. Uh, Thank you worldwide to all these listeners. Yeah, and and uh, I I do believe that that unknown listen came from McMurdo Station in Antarctica, where uh -huh. um, we did talk some shit about I believe. Um, 
So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends. We love you. Send us a letter. P.O. Box 21249, Detroit, Michigan, 48221. And that's all. Thanks for tuning in. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Bye.